I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. It's a big homeschool day, and I'm running the classroom and the cafeteria. For breakfast, I'm whipping up vanilla butter and baking make-ahead blueberry cornbread mini muffins for a day of lessons and learning. Then I'm putting on my lunch lady hat and making a childhood favorite of chicken and noodles, which all the kids love. Then for a fun treat, chocolate-covered peanut butter s'mores that I'm handing out as prizes in a quick spelling bee. So ring the bell, our homeschool day is about to begin. Welcome to my frontier. We're having a big homeschool day at the lodge tomorrow. So I came up here tonight to get breakfast ready and that way we can eat breakfast really quick and get right to school in the morning. I'm gonna make blueberry corn mini muffins. The kids love them and they are the perfect way to start a big school day. It starts with a cup of cornmeal and then half a cup of all-purpose flour, teaspoon of salt, and then two tablespoons of sugar, because we like things a little sweet in our family, sometimes a lot sweet, and then a tablespoon of baking powder. So I'll just whisk those together, make sure the flour is all combined with the cornmeal. All right, that's the dry ingredients. So now I'll move on to the wet ingredients, and that starts with a cup of buttermilk. And here's a trick. If you don't have a jug of buttermilk in your fridge, you can use whole milk and just add about a tablespoon of vinegar, turns into buttermilk. I love doing that, and I do it a lot. All right, now a half a cup of whole milk. And then I'll crack in an egg. This is a very, very simple recipe, and I use this cornbread base for any recipe that requires cornbread. All right, half a teaspoon of baking soda, and then I'm gonna splash in about a half a teaspoon of vanilla for yummy flavor, and then I'll just whisk this together. Okay, that's all mixed together. So I'll just pour the wet ingredients into the cornmeal and flour mixture. Okay, now I'll just stir that until it's all worked together. Now I've got a fourth a cup of shortening and I melted it on the stove and I'll just drizzle this into the batter and I'll stir it as it goes in. My mom always added a little melted shortening to her cornbread. It gives it such a great texture. Okay, now the last thing I'm gonna add is an eight ounce package of dried blueberries. A lot of times when I make blueberry muffins, I'll use fresh blueberries, of course, but they tend to pop and bleed. And in mini muffins, sometimes that can become a mess. So the dried blueberries work great. While the muffins bake in the oven, the dried blueberries moisten and sort of plump up. You'd never know they weren't fresh blueberries. Okay, just fold those in. All right, the dried blueberries are all mixed in. So I've got two mini muffin pans. They'll make a total of 48 mini muffins. They're nice and greased, and I'm gonna use a tablespoon scoop and just top off each cup with plenty of batter. All right, now I'm gonna fill the rest of these and stick them in a 400 degree oven for about 10 minutes. 
I love making breakfast the night before. Makes me feel organized. All right, now to go with the mini corn muffins, I'm gonna make a really delicious vanilla butter. It's a step up from regular butter, and again, makes them extra delicious. It starts with a stick of butter. It's nice and soft. And then I have a vanilla bean. These things are heavenly. I'm gonna get the caviar out, so I just split the bean right down the middle. Really sharp knife. Then I turn the knife to the dull side and I scrape all of that yummy, luscious caviar right out. Then I just smear it onto the softened butter. Then I'll add two tablespoons of sugar. Did I mention this is a sweet vanilla butter? <laughs> well, it is, it's really good. All right, now I'll just use a spatula and mush all this together. The caviar from the vanilla bean speckles the butter. It is so delicious. All right, that's all mixed together. So I'll just grab a little ramekin, just smear the butter right in there. And I'm gonna keep this in the fridge so the butter will get nice and firm. Gosh, this smells good. I love vanilla. All right, now I'm gonna get this into the fridge. All right, the muffins are ready. I'm gonna get them out of the oven. My goodness, little golden pieces of wonderfulness, otherwise known as blueberry corn mini muffins. All right, I'm gonna get these covered up and then I'm gonna get home because tomorrow we have a big day of homeschooling and home cooking. My kids and I often head up to the lodge to do school because we get away from the chaos and distractions at our house. We've got a lot of school to get through today, so we're gonna hit it pretty hard, have a big lunch, then buckle down again in the afternoon. All right, guys, you go on in and get your school books set up, and I'll get breakfast ready, okay? All right, guys, breakfast. Here you go, Toddy, grab a handful. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. So guys, we have a lot to do today. You have a bunch of Latin to do, mm -hmm. and so do you. Miss Page, I thought after breakfast we could have history quiz. I love history. <laughs> I know you do, that's why I'm gonna start the day with history, because I thought it would get us going on the right path. All right guys, eat up. It's about time to ring the school bell. Ding, ding, ding. Up next, after a good couple of hours of school, I'm making a lunch of hearty, delicious chicken and noodles then chocolate-dipped peanut butter s'mores for spelling bee prizes. Who said learning wasn't fun? When did the Roman Republic divide into Western and Eastern empires? Page. 286.80. You got it, good job. Okay, you guys have really been hitting it hard. So Alex, you wanna go do your science experiments? Yeah. Okay, and I'll get started on lunch, okay? Okay. All right. On days like this, it's really great to have an educational reason for the kids to go outside and get some fresh air. Alex really likes science experiments, so she has a couple for them to do. I'm gonna start on lunch in a little bit, but first I'm gonna whip up a treat. Chocolate peanut butter dipped s'mores. The kids and I are gonna have a spelling bee later and I'm gonna hand these out as treats. 
I've got 16 graham cracker squares, and I'm gonna spread a really thin layer of creamy peanut butter on eight of them. I don't wanna get this too thick because these things need no help being gooey and messy. Just a really thin layer is all I need. All right, now I'll grab this luscious chocolate hazelnut spread. I tell you what, I would not wanna live in a world without this stuff. I could eat it by the spoonful. And I do eat it by the spoonful, <laughs> daily. I really just need a thin layer, as thin as I can get. Okay, one more. Now I'm gonna grab eight marshmallows, and I'm just gonna stick four right on the end of these metal skewers. You do not need a campfire to toast marshmallows. All you need is a stove. I'm just gonna turn it on medium heat, and then I'm just gonna toast these until they get nice and golden brown. My oldest child, Alex, is actually outside conducting a science experiment with the kids. And that's really one of the things I love most about homeschooling, is as the kids get older, they start helping the younger kids, and it kind of becomes this big team effort. The first experiment we're doing is called walking water. Paige, you can go ahead and put the food coloring in the water. And then put an empty cup below it, Put one end of the toilet paper in the full cup and one end in the empty cup, please. And we'll see what happens. Come over here and I have another fun experiment for you guys to do. Okay, I just like to get mine nice and golden brown. But oops, if one of them catches on fire, just blow it out. All right, I think I'll stop there. Turn off the flame. Now, I'm just gonna take one marshmallow and carefully slide it onto each graham cracker. Again, this is a total mess, but these are so good. I love toasted marshmallows. All right. Okay, now I'm gonna take the chocolate end and just squish them right on the top, make little sandwiches. Oh my goodness. The oozier, the better. The messier, the better. <laughs> Now I've got two double boilers going over here, one with white chocolate and one with milk chocolate. So I'm gonna take each sandwich and just drop it right into the chocolate, submerge it about halfway down, and then flip it over. You can use the spatula. I let this chocolate cool down quite a bit. You want it to be pretty cool so it doesn't melt the marshmallow. Okay, and then pull it out. All right, now I'm gonna dip the rest of these half in white chocolate, half in milk chocolate. All right, now while the chocolate's still soft, I just sprinkle on some toppings. I've got some yummy pistachios, chopped pretzels, nice and salty. All right, now I've got some rainbow sprinkles, and then I'll do some chocolate sprinkles. I'll go for the chocolate on chocolate. That makes it look extra decadent. Pistachio on white, pretzel on white, rainbow on chocolate and chocolate on white. All right, now to set the chocolate, I'm just gonna stick these in the fridge for a while and I'm gonna get moving on lunch. So first we'll fill this cup up with water and Todd, you can do that. We will squirt shaving cream on the top of it. 
just a thin layer and it'll float on top, kind of like a cloud. Paige drop, drops of food coloring on the shaving cream. So I'm gonna show you what happens when clouds get heavy with water. It starts raining. That is so cool, it looks like it's really raining. Yeah. For lunch in the Drummond cafeteria today, we're having chicken and noodles. Chicken and noodles is one of my all-time favorite dishes, and it's not to be confused with chicken noodle soup. It's more of a thick chicken stew, so delicious. Now, I've boiled a whole chicken, boiled it for about 45 minutes, not too high, just a nice simmer. And now I've been shredding the chicken, picking it off the bone. I've always said if you can boil a whole chicken, you can do most things in life. All right, I got all the chicken off the bones. Now I'll add the chicken later, but for now, I'm gonna take the bones and throw them back into the pot. I'm gonna let the bones simmer for about 20 minutes and that's gonna make the chicken and noodles extra delicious. Okay guys, let's go check on the walking water. Okay. Whoa, oh, guys, oh. look. See guys, the liquid is using capillary action to move to the other glass. Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Isn't it? Well, it's a typical school day on the ranch. The kids have been outside doing a science project and now they're doing their math drills. They're gonna be in here for lunch pretty soon, so I'm gonna keep moving forward on the chicken and noodles. The bones have been simmering. I got about as much flavor out of these as I could. Make sure I get them all out. Okay. The great thing about chicken and noodles too is you can sort of make it slowly over the course of a morning. There are a few steps to it, but none of them are difficult or complicated. You just have to have a little time. Now, depending on what's going on, I don't always cook like this on homeschool days. Sometimes we just have peanut butter sandwiches and sometimes we have leftovers from the night before. But today, it seemed like a good day for chicken and noodles. Okay, I'm just dicing up the carrots and celery. I dice them pretty fine because my kids prefer smaller pieces of veggies. But you can make them big if you like it. You can also use root vegetables, add different vegetables that you have in your fridge. All right, dice the celery. I love lots of things about homeschooling, but one of the things I love most about it is that the kids can do school outside. They went out for a science experiment, and then it was time to do their math drills, and rather than come in and sit down and do it, they just decided to do it outside. 12. 24. 36. 48. 60. 72. 84. <laughs> 96. 108, 120. Okay, got all the veggies chopped. So I've got half an onion, and I'll add that to the pot. And then the carrots and celery go in. This is a really pretty dish too. Lots of bright colors. All right, and then the chicken that I pulled off the bones all goes in. There's a lot of chicken in this dish. Okay, about a teaspoon of salt, and then some black pepper. Okay, and then I'll add a half a teaspoon of ground thyme. Great flavor. And then, this is something my mom always added, just about a quarter teaspoon of turmeric, also known as turmeric. I never know how to pronounce it. Turmeric is usually for flavor, but I use it in chicken and noodles just for color. It gives it a nice, deep, golden color. 
For some reason, the color just makes the dish taste even more wonderful. All right, now this is gonna cook for another 10 minutes and then I'll add the noodles, finish it off, and it'll be lunchtime. For recipes from this episode, go to foodnetwork.com slash pioneerwoman. We're having a big school day at the lodge today. The kids have been outside doing some of their lessons and now they're back inside hard at work. So I'm gonna finish up the chicken and noodles because we are all getting hungry. Now, part of what makes this dish so easy is I use frozen home-style noodles. They're actually the noodles my grandmother used to use. They are so delicious, you wouldn't even know you didn't make them yourself. All right, I'm gonna let the noodles start cooking and I'm gonna mix up a little bit of a flour paste. I'll add about a tablespoon and a half of flour to a little bit of water, about a half a cup. Now I'll just whisk this until it's really, really smooth. And then I'll just pour it right into the pot. And this is gonna help the sauce thicken a little bit. And that is the important difference between chicken noodle soup and chicken and noodles. I'm just gonna splash in a little bit of half and half, teaspoon or so of parsley. Stir that in. All right, now I'm gonna let this cook for another 15 minutes till it's nice and thick. And while that's happening, I'm gonna go check on the students. How's it going, Todd? Good. Okay, good. Just take your time. See how many you can get done, okay? I'm gonna go check on the girls. All right, Paigey, pop quiz. Tell me singular third declension. Various east em. Good job. Alex, let me see. Nobody draws an animal cell like you do, Alex. <laughs> okay, well, who's hungry for lunch? Me. All right, we'll finish up what you're doing right now and I'll go serve it up, okay? We'll okay. chow down. Dig in, guys. Ooh, Chicken and noodles. Mm. It's really good, Mom. You've been good students today. Yeah. Best part is, yay for food. I echo those sentiments, Todd. Hey, guys, come get in line right here. All right, we got a bunch more school to do this afternoon, so I made you dessert. Chocolate dipped s'mores. You want one? Yeah. Well, then you have to spell a word right. Mm. Paige, spell agriculture. A-G-R-I-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. Good job, Paige. Bryce, spell towering. T-O-W-E-R-I-N-G. Good job, Bryce. Alex, spell achievement. A-C-H-I-E-V-E-M-E-N-T. Good job, Alex. You got it. Okay, Todd, spell grass. G-R-A-S-S. Oh, that was easy. Good job, guys. Okay, Mom, now I have a word for you to spell. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Can I get back to you on that later? <laughs> I want to eat my s'more. 